Good. Okay, how you guys doing? You feeling good? This is, you guys are awesome. I don't need to do a warm-up at all. You guys are pretty much ready. I'll just say this is the first show I've done in a long time where I feel like I might have diarrhea and then blow my fucking brains out. So it's going to be pretty exciting. So thanks for coming. Thanks for driving all the way from Chicago. Okay. All right. Very, oh, sick. Very nice. And uh, thanks for the rest of you from coming from here. <laughs> These guys are fucking nuts. Uh, I don't know how they heard us on the airwaves. On those, I don't know, what's in Chicago? Like CKVR? I don't know. Thanks for coming. Thanks. Thanks, everyone, for coming. Are you guys psyched to get the show started? It's so packed with fun shit. It's going to be so awesome. Remember, you might see a guy shit. You might see a guy blow his fucking brains out. Uh, you might see uh, someone wrestle a cop. <laughs> uh, all kinds of stuff. You might see people kiss. <laughs> stuff you wouldn't hear on the AirPods. You know what I'm talking about? Uh, <laughs> I'm going to bring out your first, second host of the night. Please, he's, uh, you guys know him. He's hilarious. He's particular. He's he's very dainty. Wait, now that I say that, you guys still might not know which one I'm talking about. I'm the only one out of the three of us that's a full-on bag of shit. The other guys, I just think they're so dainty because they're polite and kind. Uh, you you guys know who it is. Please welcome to the stage, James Hartnett, everybody. for coming tonight. This is so exciting. Yeah, this is the best. <laughs> oh, man, I, I was watching you Do you, you think you're dancing. dainty? You're not dainty. Oh, yeah, I'm sorry. Oh, well, maybe a little bit. We yeah. were all watching you from backstage dance alone to the song. Yeah. We like... <laughs> I'm having more fun than uh, some of these guys. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> <clears throat> yeah. yeah, great to be here. This is so exciting. Yeah, we should just bring out the next. You guys know him, love him. He, uh, how should we, what would she say? He's really funny. Yeah. He's extremely particular. Yes. <laughs> extremely dainty. Okay, that's how we differentiate. This one goes a little hard. If you catch my drift. And <laughs> but you guys know him and love him. Please welcome to the stage, Mantis! Mantis, 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 my nickname, Mantis, famous nickname, Mantis, because I, if you don't know, uh, 
a few episodes ago, Chris was talking about Red Hot Chili Peppers. <laughs> Imagine that. And um, I pointed out that Flea's real name and my name are very similar. Flea's real name is Michael Balzeri. Yeah. Yes. And my name is Michael Balazzo. And then uh, James and Chris were like, you need a bug like nickname. <laughs> a few names were tossed around and we landed on Mantis. Yeah. Now, <laughs> you, you know what's so funny, Mike? Uh, even when you said... Uh, Flea is a bug. I for- totally forgot that a flea is a bug. <laughs> no? So even when they someone's are. like, my dog has fleas, I picture little crazy bass players <laughs> on the dog <laughs> being like, boo, dirt, that. Anyways. <laughs> You've got a wild mind, Chris. <laughs> I'm very particular. <laughs> All that not going to the bathroom is turned into... Crazy, surreal comedy. All my diarrhea has gone into my brain and saturated my lobes. Wonderful. Are they lobes in the brain? Whatever. I think there's some lobes. There's some lobes, Chris. It's all right. (laughs) We had a funny thing we didn't realize, but before the show, I had to go to the bathroom, too. And I went in the stall, and I... I don't want to make a lot of... I didn't know it was James. I thought yeah. it was... I didn't want to make noise, but I'm like, we're going to do this in 10 minutes. I have to. And I, I'm like, oh, the guy next to me is hearing me do all this. Turns out it was Chris. We found out backstage just moments ago. Yeah, the guy beside me sounded very rude, very arrogant. And then... But also, to me, very lucky. <laughs> And then I was like, time to go. I guess I'll just wipe my dry bum. <laughs> yeah, it's kind of, um, it's like you're a millionaire splashing around your money in front of a homeless man. <laughs> okay, should we start? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Welcome, everyone, to another episode of Evil Hi, I'm Chris. I'm James. <laughs> I'm my, my, my name is Mantis. <laughs> yes. But I'm actually Michael. Yeah. yeah. All right. Uh, yeah. Uh, How's everyone doing? Thanks. Yeah. This is uh, exciting because it's our very first ever live show, so it's so great to be here, and uh, yeah, who knows what'll happen. (laughs) But we've done podcasts before. Yeah, so I'm sure it'll be fine. (laughs) Yeah, and I do my stand-up sitting on a stool for an hour and a half anyways. (laughs) I like it too. Talking about how hard it is to date all the time. (laughs) Even if you're not a fan of our comedy or our show, at least if you're a fan of three men sitting very close to each other. Yeah, I don't know that we've ever sat in this this way. Just the three of us side by side looking ahead. This is the first time a real audience has gotten to see how scared we are of the world as we record live. Yeah. Yeah. I I had nerves. I've had two days in a row with double dumps, which is very... Very rare for me, and of course, you know that means uh, double showers as well. <laughs> That's my policy. If really? I can. Every time. 
I prefer to. Have you ever pooed? You, you certainly didn't take a shower since your... Well, oh, no, I didn't. Since your crime. I, yeah, I, I moved over up. a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. Just what? thinking of James Butt. I don't know. Yeah, it's a... Yeah. Well, yeah. you know what's an interesting thing in the men's room if you happen to go? <laughs> if you go... If you're at the, uh, the mirror, it's very dark. You can't see yourself. But if you're sitting in the toilet... There's a bright, bright light right above your head, and you can see everything very clearly. Yeah, almost like a, one of those lights that keeps onion rings warm. <laughs> yeah. Are people watching this? You know? <laughs> um, um, yeah, was there anything we wanted to touch on? Do we all want to do the... I think we're... There's a white... Ele- What's that expression? A white elephant? Yes. A 400-pound gorilla? No. Recently, <laughs> there's a white gorilla in the room. Um, recently, we got a little love uh, from uh, CBC Radio. We were featured oh, yeah. on um, the show Podcast Playlist, uh, which is very nice. But, but that's not, I, I, I don't want, you know, glory from you, the audience. I just wanted to point out that we were described on CBC Radio as being a raunchy podcast. <laughs> Pretty cool. I love that. Yeah. So, are you guys comfortable with that? <laughs> yeah, what's your raunch tolerance? Um, so we thought, you know, we should sort of just lean into being raunchy. Yeah. And we thought, like, maybe the three of us should do a little thing called a raunch-off. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Okay. And in fact, I composed a little song in honor of a little competition or the presentation, I, supp- I suppose. It's time for a raunch off, time to see just how nasty we can be. It's time for a raunch off, we don't care, we'll be raunchy anywhere. Bravo. Thank you. Yeah. Beautiful. There You're was a supposed great to... voice. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you, James. You're a great friend. Voice of a <laughs> voice of a raunchy angel. Yeah. <laughs> An angel with shit on its wings. Yes. Um. So I think for the raunch off, okay. you know, we're we're gonna go one by one and just yeah. sort of say some something that feels like really raunchy to you. Like on brand. Okay. Yeah. 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 Um. Okay. I'll raunch it up. Uh, <laughs> Well, uh, sometimes I think about uh, taking my right hand mm-hmm. and uh, just uh, squishing a peeled banana. <laughs> That's pretty raunchy. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I hate when a banana gets mushy. Yeah. Are you ready for that, CBC? <laughs> I think Ian Hannah Manson just had a heart attack. <laughs> Mark Rich just got another show. <laughs> Lucky duck. Um, okay, should I say something raunchy yeah, James, that comes to mind? James okay, let me think here. How about uh, yeah. how about um, eating someone's ass? <laughs> All right. Okay. Applause from the Chicago guys. <laughs> you know, it's kind of raunchy, I guess. You're licking a butthole. I don't know. Well, Chicago, they're known for their uh, deep dish, deep dish ass. <laughs> Dish pizza and deep dish ass. Are you sure this is pizza? This looks like the chef's ass. 
Is he just under the table? There's a hole in the table? Hey, welcome to Chicago. I'm from New York, but you know how it goes. I moved here because I'm scared of New York. So what? Go fuck yourself. Eat my fucking ass. Well, we are in Chicago. You gotta try it. You know, in the 1920s, Al Capone controlled like 90% of Chicago's ass-eating market. Apparently, at one time at a big uh, meeting with the mafia mob, uh, Al Capone beat a man's ass to death with a baseball bat. <laughs> and everyone was shocked. Yeah. Oh, God. Oh. <sighs> well, I, hey, it's Mike's turn. Yeah, well, well, you do something raunchy, Mike. Launch it up. Um, all right, I feel like I... Uh, it might not so much of a joke as it's an image. Just a... Uh, okay. So a man seated on a toilet under the brightest light you've ever seen. <laughs> and the camera pans up from... He's wearing some white sneakers. Some blue jeans and a... A sort of uh, linen linen a, shirt. A linen shirt. That's linen. Yes. <laughs> it is. Linen. What a waste of linen. This like, is one of my nice shirts. <laughs> it's like nice grunge. Uh, yeah. And the camera continues to pan up, uh, and you see a, a man, the man has a goatee, and he's it gets to his eyes, and he has the most sinister eyes you've ever seen. I don't have a goatee. What is wrong with you? <laughs> This is like a twist. No, it's you. Isn't that a goatee? Or a, that's a beard, I you guess. You think this is a goatee? What is wrong with you? I don't care. You don't know. care? Yeah, I don't care about your face. It's more... It's the impression of this sadistic pervert shitting in the bright light beside a weeping man. Raunchy! <laughs> What do you think a beard is? Hair over like here? A, um, no, a beard is like a mustache that's gotten out of control. All right. Okay, let me ask you guys this. I just thought of this. Uh, if you were, if you could afford a house and it was pretty nice, and then the the master bedroom had an ensuite, but uh, in the <laughs> ensuite there was a toilet, and then beside it something exactly shaped like a bidet. But instead of where the hose is for the water to go in your ass, there was a man with a goatee. <laughs> Would you buy that house still? Hey, how's it going? <laughs> He's like... <laughs> I can't say I love the idea. You can always uh, renovate the yeah. bathroom so later. So lick your butt clean? <laughs> He's like, <laughs> yeah, I guess. He eats your shit. <laughs> oh, you see? We're really... Every... <laughs> we, My banana thing was this. a misdirect. Oh, God. <laughs> yeah. Oh, boy. Um, you wouldn't? All right, whatever. You know... <laughs> uh, this is... Our, obviously, this show is called Evil Men, and it's our first live one, and we got some... We got word today. We heard a rumor that tonight we might actually be visited during the show by some real-life historical evil men. Yes, which is really... Yeah. 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 
it's, it's pretty exciting because usually we're just talking about them. We don't have yeah. them actually appear. Yeah, I'm very nervous. Yeah. yeah. It'll be interesting for the three of us to meet someone else. <laughs> yeah. I'm looking forward to sitting close to another person as well. <laughs> Um, yeah, and uh, yeah. you know what? I just I'm getting a sense from uh, from off stage that uh, maybe our first evil man guest is about to uh, hit the stage. Ladies and gentlemen, please put your hands together. I guess for Mr. Johnny Depp. <laughs> Whoa. Can't keep up with Johnny. Look at that. Johnny, Johnny, Johnny! Johnny! It's quite a glass of wine! Yes! I thought you were making jello. <laughs> That's wild. Just a little nip. Now, for those of you listening at home, Johnny has a glass of red wine, but it's a. This. Four, one quart Pyrex. Measuring cup. Measuring cup. It's massive. Yeah. yeah, it's like the cup that Walt would use to make uh, meth. Yeah. But hey, you can afford it, I hope. Gentlemen, are we done with the jokes? <laughs> I guess. Okay. Time to get serious with Johnny Depp. <laughs> I'm afraid I have actually some troubling news for you uh, folks. Oh, dear. Oh, oh, oh no. no. What's happening? Yes, well, um, I am bringing legal action upon you. Oh, so why? Yes, why? to the tune of $500 million. Oh, I was hoping you'd say cents. <laughs> well, I'm... This is how dumb I am. Wouldn't that still be $500 million? Or would that be 500 million cents? I don't know. Well, I'm, I'm upset to hear you're taking legal action against us. What Why? the hell, Johnny yeah. Depp? I loved you in something. <laughs> yes, well, unfortunately, you've actually disparaged a number of my great good friends oh, yeah. on, oh, your, on, the... on your little show. Oh, no. Yeah. So you can't do that kind of thing anymore, I've decided. Well, wait a second. Who are you talking about? Because we, we've, we've covered people like uh, uh, Caligula and uh, that's Rasputin. Good, that's a good friend, of, good friend of mine. Oh. Really? Oh. I played in a band with Rasputin. <laughs> oh. oh. Wow. What was it called? Um, Viper Room. <laughs> wait. The band was called Viper Room, yes. the name of the famous Los Angeles music venue? Yes, yes. It was, it was, an, honor of, it was an honor of that venue. Yes. All right. Yeah. Oh, see, yeah. But a number of the other... I mean, let's take a look at some of your yeah. little episodes. All right. Oh, damn. Um, this is very upsetting. Uday Hussein. You know Uday Hussein. Really good friend of mine, yes. Yeah. I mean, he was. And you know, the man has kids. You can't just say stuff about people with kids. Well, I mean, he was. Their kids will hear it. I hear you, but he was really true, a yeah. jerk. I mean, he was a wonderful guy. I went to Joshua Tree with Uday. Really? Yes. 
Yes, we did uh, peyote. Really? Yes. Was he dangerous? Oh, maybe he is a nice guy. (laughs) I didn't know he did peyote with Johnny Depp in the desert while the rest of us rotted in hell. Well, now you're getting the picture, I think. So, ooh, but some else? of the other anyone ones, um, yeah. Uh, Lou Pearlman. Yeah. Oh, the Wait. Backstreet Boys manager. Lou Pearlman was a, a really terrific guy. Really? And you can't just say this kind of stuff about him. Now, yeah. how old were you when you knew him? Because he seemed to like to hang around with kind of younger boys. I was, uh, you know, I've been, I've been the same age my whole life. <laughs> That's true. Yes. Yeah, you're right. There's certain beliefs I have that mean that you don't age or anything yeah. like that. Yeah. Oh, cool. Yeah. That sounds fucking dumb. Yeah. <laughs> who, who else? Uh, let's see here. Uh, yeah, just check Chevy out... Chase. Just Chevy check Chase. Just check out our podcast well, on... Yeah, Chevy yeah. Chase is a great... I'm not one. surprised you're friends with Chevy Chase. Yeah, he's one of the funniest guys in the... So. <laughs> Do you guys ever party in L.A., you and Chevy? Oh, yes, yes. Really? He was actually there the night uh, River died. (laughs) (laughs) I'm sure he was. Really? Chevy Chase? I remember those photos. Yeah, you were hanging out with Chevy Chase and River Phoenix. Yes, yes, yes. Wasn't Chevy Chase supposed to originally have Orlando Bloom's part in Pirates of the Caribbean? Oh, yes. Yes, he was. Have like a sixty-year-old Chevy Chase. Yeah. yeah but well, when River dead. was loaded into the ambulance, Chevy said, "Chevy goes, Jane, you ignorant slut." Honestly, to, that, the, to the paramedic. That's that's not the right time to deliver that classic joke, Chevy. Yeah. Yeah. Also, it was Dan Aykroyd that used to say that. <laughs> but also, he learned it from Dan. He learned it. From yeah. Dan. That's a big glass of wine. Uh, yeah, I'm sure. How dare you guys say a bad word about Bob Hope? Right. You knew yeah. Bob Hope? Bob Hope, my dear friend, yes. Wait, where did you meet Bob Hope? We used to shoot antelope together in, <laughs> in Wyoming. Really? Yes. Oh. <laughs> Do you have a beef with Johnny? I, here's the thing. No, I, I loved him in something. Yeah. An old VHS, I'm sure. But the thing is, is... Is there anything we can do to stop you from suing us, by chance? Mm. Mm. Well, will you take the stand in my trial currently happening? It's not a great look for you, Chris, but it would help. Yeah, I would. (laughs) I think it would be fun. (laughs) So you're... Yeah. Hey, how's that trial going? It's actually really fun. It's a better time. It's a, good, it's a better a time of, than you'd think. Yeah, you've got a lot of very funny one-liners. It's yes. a compilation. Yes, yes. You're really yeah. roasting Amber Heard's lawyer. Yes, well, she is a, a real officer squarehead. Oh, boy. I, uh, Did you... Uh, that was one of the things I said in one of the videos. <laughs> Are you innocent? Yes, I am, Chris. Yay! <laughs> Let's hear it for Johnny Depp, everybody! Thanks, Johnny. Thanks so much, Johnny. Thanks for not I'll, doing I'll us. I'll make it to your trial. I'll help you out. Innocent man. 
Wow. Innocent man, Edward Scissorhands. What an honor. That was really cool. I've never met a celebrity. That was the craziest moment of my life. Oh. I wonder what he's doing in Toronto. I don't know. Maybe he's filming something here with Chevy Chase <laughs> and Bob Hope. So, um... I feel like now we're at the time where we get to our evil man this week. Yes. If you're here live, you saw me pull out a laptop from under a bench or a... What is this called? A stool. 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 Mike, what is going on? I don't on? care. I don't care what a goatee is or a chair. Um, yes. Are you guys ready for this live episode's evil man? Right. I hope you like it. I hope they like it. Hope you like it. If you don't, you've only got yourselves to blame. <laughs> so we thought about doing a really bad guy who'd kill lots of people, and we thought maybe that wouldn't be fun on a Friday night. <laughs> but he still got some very bad skeletons in his closet, and this week's evil man subject is none other than Hollywood actor Mr. Mark Wahlberg. <laughs> okay, okay, good, good. There he is. <laughs> He's getting prayed up. He's one of the most enthusiastic Ash Wednesday celebrators. Not is, that only what, in, is that when they eat pancakes? <laughs> you burn pancakes, you rub them all over your damn head. <laughs> That's not the pancake weekend? Um, yeah. The day before. The day before. So I still think. <laughs> what? It's a Boston thing. Hey, can you do yeah. a? Can someone do a Mark Wahlberg? Oh, I meant to work on it before tonight. How did you I gotta squint that? and act like the the first thought that would ever come in your head is the only thought you have. <laughs> I think. Like, hey, I just ate pancakes. I don't know. Like, <laughs> do you know what I mean? I can do. do uh, I can't believe I forgot to try to uh, do, figure it out. Oh well, we'll fix it in post. <laughs> uh, yeah. So, we chose him because he's got a movie out, that movie Father Stew, but um, also, uh, he's just a funny, uh, curious character. Yeah, we're also promoting Father Stew. <laughs> yeah, check it out. This is, uh, this is Mark Wahlberg yeah. doing the publicity tour. <laughs> he breaks through the screen. Um, in my estimate, he might be one of the, war like, the most successful dumb guys who's ever lived. As we will learn, very successful, but also... Very dumb. <laughs> Very Catholic. So let's go. <laughs> Mark, Mark Robert Michael Wahlberg is an American actor, producer, businessman, and former rapper. Right? Uh, 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 uh. Feel it, feel it. <laughs> He's also one of Hollywood's most prominent and enthusiastic Catholics. Up there with, with Mel Gibson's a big one. Mel Gibson no. and... Uh, who else is another one? Just the two of them, I guess. Who's another Hollywood Catholic? What's that? Stephen Colbert. Stephen Colbert. Oh, that's a good oh, one. God. That's a really good Teaches one. Sunday yeah. school famously. What? Yeah. Anyway, what about Jim Caviezel, the guy who played Jesus? He's Jesus, gotta yes. be. He's yes. gotta be. Yeah. My mom loves him. JC. Your mom yeah. loves Jim Caviezel? Yeah. She even watched. She didn't ever see Passion of the Christ, but she watched some show where he played a detective. <laughs> I love him. Yeah. I love this Catholic guy. That's my mom's voice. Yeah. Yeah. Mom, that's Jesus. Mom, you mustn't. <laughs> I must. <laughs> so, Mark Wahlberg, his early life. He was born June 5th, 1971 in Boston. Oh, uh, Boston. Chicago. Boston. Boston. Yeah. Boston. Boston. <laughs> Boston is closer to here than... <laughs> 
Chicago Hey Bastard uh, Being from a Catholic family He's the youngest of nine kids Can you okay, believe it? That's parents. so cool One of them is Donnie One of his bro- <laughs> <laughs> One brother is uh, Donnie Wahlberg Step and- by step yep. Ooh baby, Ooh, baby. Gonna, gonna get with you girl Now I'm on blue bloods <laughs> Step one! We can have lots of fun. <laughs> Does anyone know that? Yeah, of course. Donnie yeah. is more like, oh, 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 oh. hanging Hang tough. <laughs> and then their parents were like, yes, you are hanging tough, boys. <laughs> Thanks for the money. <laughs> boys, could we borrow a lot of money? We want a boat. <laughs> There's also another brother uh, listed as uh, another actor named Robert Wahlberg. I've never heard of him. No. But he looks exactly like the other boys. Let me guess. He shows up at the hamburger restaurant a lot. <laughs> I think he passes most days <laughs> at the hamburger restaurant. Yes. So Mark's mother, Alma, was a bank clerk. Ah, exciting. And um, his father, uh, Donald Sr., was a delivery driver and a Korean War vet. Ooh. Very exciting. They divorced in 1982, and afterward, Mark divided his time between them. And I guess that'd be a lot. Nine kids going, Who, who's staying with mom tonight? Which, which six are staying with mom? Which four are staying with dad? Or whatever. Uh, he's of Swedish, Irish, English, and French-Canadian ancestry. Hey! hey. I looked it up. Uh, 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 feel it, feel it. Get back. Get back. No. New Brunswick. He's got New Brunswick blood oh, just like, like you. you. Yeah. Chris, yeah. you look just like him. Marky Mark, if you're listening, did you eat as much french fries as my grandpa did? <laughs> Mark in New Brunswick. He seems like a Moncton kind of guy. Hey, there's nothing to do here. (laughs) (laughs) So, um, here's a a sharp turn. By age 13, Mark had developed an addiction to cocaine and other substances. Uh. (laughs) Feel it, feel it. (laughs) He uh, did not receive his high school diploma in his youth. He actually only got it in 2013 at the age of 42. Pretty cool to go back to high school in your early 40s and have some New Brunswick blood in you. <laughs> yeah, here's a mark, you know. Yeah. Imagine being in like just him with like a bunch of 15-year-olds in a in a class. That'd be interesting. Uh, you don't have to teach me sex ed. I already know it. I already know it. Uh, I used to know Kate Moss. Uh, He uh, reflected on this, and he said the most challenging part of going back to high school in your 40s was uh, math class. Although he joked, this is from People magazine, he joked that uh, he's, quote, good at counting money and keeping track of my money. (laughs) Very endearing. Yeah. Great. Smart guy. Uh, he had a very troubled, uh, violent youth. This is, this is pretty well known, this stuff about Mark Wahlberg's life. Uh, dark, dark period in his life. In June of 1986, 15-year-old uh, Mark Wahlberg and three friends chased after three African-American children while yelling racial slurs and throwing rocks at them. I didn't know any of these things he did. 
Well, it gets, it keeps happening. <laughs> because, because James, the very next day, he and some other uh, friends followed another group of African American fourth graders uh, on a beach and yelled uh, racial epithets and threw rocks at them. Mm. And uh, he was charged with violating their civil rights. Yeah, it sounds yeah. like it. Yeah, and then he was like. I know what I'll do to make it better. I'll rap. (laughs) That is a a very strange uh, tension in his life of being, uh, at least as a young man, very racist, but also heavily embracing the uh, culture of, uh, you know, African-Americans. He was not a good rapper. Do you remember that song? Do you guys remember it? It's a good vibration. Yeah, it's like, there's this singer who was like, it's such a good vibration. And then he'd be like, yeah, yeah, it is. It is. It actually is some good vibrations. Yeah, yeah. You feel it, feel it. Yeah, they're good. But then he'd be in his underwear being like, good vibrations. I don't know. He, oh my God, his body is amazing. His abs. Like, you gotta give it to him. Okay, right? would you buy a house that had a bidet with Mark Wahlberg's abs in the I bidet? Would. I would, because they would get every nook and cranny. Yeah, yeah, you have to rub your dirty butt against his abs. I would. Just <laughs> How do you do that? How do you look like that? I don't know. Just don't just uh, beat people up for a living. I don't know. Uh, Another sad racially charged incident occurred in April of 1988. Uh, He was 16 this time. This is, I think, the best known uh, awful incident. He assaulted a middle-aged Vietnamese American man on the street, yelled his famous racial epithets once again. Uh, and then later that same day, he punched another Vietnamese American. What man, a day! Punching him in the eye, um, and uh, he he claimed that he was high on PCP at the time. So he moved on from cocaine oh. to PCP. At it's least a gateway drug. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, Anyone here ever do PCP? Does it make you racist? <laughs> Boston PCP. <laughs> Only the best. Oh, who the fuck is that? Uh, it sounds like he was part of a white supremacist gang that had beliefs. Yeah, he seems to have been... At the and the gang least, might have yeah. been called the Wahlbergs. Yeah. <laughs> you boys need to stop doing crimes and open a burger chain of questionable quality. <laughs> Um, the victim of this attack with the eye punch uh, later forgave him okay. years later and uh, so so far Mark's not a great guy not the kind of guy because that... it's fucking Mark Wahlberg yeah, yeah. yeah do you forgive him it's like yes <laughs> <laughs> the guy from fucking uh, Transformers 4 I guess <laughs> my kids like that shit do I like that he's do I like his racial assaults no do I love daddy's home yes <laughs> um <laughs> So he was charged with attempted murder for the, that very... Uh, Whoa, really? Exciting day. Good. And, uh, he uh, was sentenced to two years in jail, but only did 45 uh, in jail. In the uh, 45 days? Yeah, 45 days. Sorry, 45 days, yes. <laughs> so this is, where, this is sort of a uh, road to Damascus moment for Mr. Mark. Uh, after coming out of jail after those 45 days, he heavily embraced his Catholic heritage... And basically never look back. This sort of changed his life around doing time inside for these uh, wow. violent attacks. So he yeah. cites being really Catholic as changing his ways from And it seems like he has, to, he has to grip onto his Catholic faith 
with like the skin, like his fingernails in case he falls off because he, he seems like he immediately returned to this way of life. That's why he's so, so Catholic. <laughs> you know what I mean? He, uh, he goes to church every day, he claims. Or else he'll beat your fucking ass. Yeah. <laughs> he'll turn into a racist pumpkin at midnight. <laughs> and he claims, he claims to go to church twice on Sunday. So it's Gee. like... Something wrong with the guy, obviously. Yeah. Who are you trying to impress? But if it keeps our streets safe. God. Yeah. From the Catholic menace. Do you think there's a connection to his horrible racist violence in his youth to being addicted to church now before he dies? <laughs> yeah. I mean, well, he's an adrenaline junkie, you know? Yes. You're either seeking out drugs or you're seeking out going to church. Yeah. yeah. Does everything extreme? Yeah, church um, is the ultimate. Yeah, it is the ultimate high, <laughs> yeah. if you've ever been. <laughs> oh, yeah. God's light. You see God's light. Like a light. Yeah, you feel it. It's, you know. Yeah. Yeah. Feel it, feel it. And oh, my it. God. That's probably what that's about. Is it a good vibration? Well, it is, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, after all his, uh, his crimes and stuff, in 2014, as a, an older man, uh, Wahlberg applied for a pardon for his convictions. This was very controversial because he had never publicly acknowledged the uh, racial element of these violent attacks. And then people criticized him, and he withdrew his appeal for a uh, pardon and said that he regretted even trying to seek a pardon. Trying to seek what? A pardon. Oh, okay. <laughs> but that's funny. just bad optics, like yeah. you probably thought. Oh. Yes, anyway. We'll cut that it part. It sounds kind of <laughs> Are we still editing this? Yes. Oh, phew. So you can say whatever you want. Yep. We can always edit it later, and no one here will say. <laughs> um, that sounds Mel Gibson of what, what he did. Yes. The pardon. Yeah. It is weird how Catholics uh, roll tight. <laughs> yes. No offense if you... Well, fuck you. <laughs> oh, I just saw a pack of nuns get up in the back of the you sisters <laughs> so here's where things start getting uh, going right for little Mark uh, at the age of 13 uh, he was an original member of the new kids on the block I didn't know I didn't know that him. either I didn't know that I only knew about Jordan so he... Joey Bruno Danny <laughs> Sneezy <laughs> Doc yeah. So he's 13, he's doing cocaine, and he's in New Kids on the Block? Yeah, that's not the image they had, really. But no. also, he didn't last more than a few months with the New Kids on the Block. Mr. Perlman must have been like, who's this racist drug addict? <laughs> this, this won't appeal to 12-year-old girls. When I was 13, I mean, I, I was addicted to Super Nintendo. <laughs> it struck a chord with Mike. I'm not sure why. Well, this is a safe space for men to talk. Well, it is. Uh, yeah. Well, were you doing cocaine at 13? No, James, I was not. Were you? I was listening to music by men who did cocaine and heroin and writing songs about being under the bridge and doing all that kind of stuff. Yeah. yeah. But I was more like eating chips. I'd be like, I was like, interesting. I hope you're okay. 
Yeah. Um, he only lasted a few months with the New Kids. Then in 1990, he started recording with dancers slash rappers known as Marky Mark and the Funky Bunch. Let's hear it for the Funky Bunch, everybody. <laughs> tepid. Nice. Do we know who the Funky Bunch were? They were just... Actually, yes. The group consisted of oh. the members... Ashy Ace, Scotty Gee, and Hector the Booty Inspector. <laughs> but that was his real job. It yeah. Wasn't... He was inspecting booties for serious reasons. Yeah. It was important. Yeah. Boston, part of the Boston Police Department has a division. I'm Hector the Booty yeah. Inspector. No, no, no. It's a real job. <laughs> I gotta do it for the city. <laughs> They were also backed up by DJ T. Oh, horrible DJ name. <laughs> DJ T? It's like a bag of tea, but a DJ. <laughs> were they, was I the whole... To, to, to dip you into the cup. <laughs> were they all white Catholic guys? No. Uh, they were a multicultural um, uh, sort of a collage of Boston's finest musical talents. So Marky yeah. Mark didn't know them. A production company put them together for him. <laughs> Uh, who knows? <laughs> Probably. Why does that Probably. rival? Oh, we're sued. Uh-oh. I heard that. There's a lawyer backstage. Um, of course, they earned a, a big, huge, gigantic hit with the song Good Vibrations. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> from their debut album, Music for the People, he was uh, merely 20 years old at the time. Imagine that. Went number one on Billboard. It was platinum. It was produced by Brother Donnie. Oh. Really? Yeah, from Blue Bloods. <laughs> I don't think any other cast members of Blue Bloods ever produced a number one album. Not Tom Selleck! I know that! No, I think Tom Selleck, uh, didn't he do the uh, Prodigy album? <laughs> Fat of the Land! Yeah, yes. Fat of the Land. I think he did that one, yeah. Alex, do you have good vibrations back there by any chance? By Marky Mark and the Funky Bunch? I absolutely do not. <laughs> hold on, hold on, hold on. Fair hold enough, on. fair enough. Um, <laughs> While you're looking, I'll say their next... They, Good Vibrations, sadly, was the peak of their career. Yeah. This is the song of the summer in 1990. It does make me think of Boston, Fenway Park. Fish, yeah. you know. Boston. Yeah. The Departed. The Departed. Yes. Yeah. I just want to hear him rap for one sec. We gotta hear him rap. I think it's a while. <laughs> oh shit, I hit one called Wildside. That was their so Wildside was their second single. Didn't do quite as well. I never really heard it. And uh that was basically it for the Funky Bunch's musical career. Really? And but that one song was big. Huge. <laughs> Shut up, guys. Yeah, hit the bass. It's like we're at a house party. All right. <laughs> Let's hear it for good vibrations. <laughs> Sounds like if a Ninja Turtle wrapped a pizza commercial. (laughs) Feel it. It's a real good time with cheese or pepperoni and lime. Because we like weird pizzas. Because we're the Ninja Turtles. (laughs) 
So that was the pinnacle of their career. Wild Side didn't do well. They kind of had a second album that flopped. But this was interesting. Marky Mark and the Funky Bunch also had their own... Now, you're going to love this. They Ooh. had their own video game. <laughs> uh, it was called... <laughs> It was called Marky Mark and the Funky Bunch, Make My Video, and it was a gigantic flop. The concept of the game was the, the kid playing the game got to be in the... Basically, you got to edit music videos for Marky Mark and the Funky Bunch. Oh, a dream. What? what it, yeah. And this was before iMovie. Yes. Every child's dream is to pretend they're a like, depressed man in a dark room yeah. editing a video. If you're a kid, you want to either be Mario or Zelda or an editor for music videos. <laughs> I'm Walter Murch. I'm 12. <laughs> um, and no, you couldn't, uh, in the video game, you couldn't perpetrate racist attacks. <laughs> That wasn't an element of the video good, game. Good, Which is good. Um, the game got a 0 out of 10 from Game Informer magazine. The lowest score a game ever received from the magazine. And uh, in 2006, PC World rated the game as number 8 on their list of the 10 worst games of all time. <laughs> it was probably a scam so that they didn't have to hire an editor. Yeah. <laughs> an army of boys to make their video. <laughs> Michael Jackson must have been so jealous. <laughs> <laughs> what was the video game called again? Oh, you, you don't remember? It was called Marky Mark and the Funky Bunch Make My Video. Make My Video! Oh, yeah. <laughs> I'll beat your ass. Uh, so the second L album, you gotta believe, was a flop and only had a sort of minor hit single. And that's where Mark's uh, music career sort of hit the skids. Uh, this is an interesting thing. In December 1992... While performing in Britain on the TV show The Word, Wahlberg praised the reggae singer Shaba Ranks, who had stated that gay people should be crucified. <laughs> did, he cr did he praise him? Like, he agreed with him. Oh, really? Uh, you can see, I watched, this, I watched it today. It was really nice. Uh, <laughs> it's on YouTube. Shaba Ranks starts talking about how he's living the, a Bible lifestyle and that... Uh, gay people should be crucified and Mark Wahlberg is sitting beside him kind of just like but Jesus was crucified and they love Jesus I'm, it doesn't really make mm. sense that, to me that means they love gay people not a logical argument as much argument. as they love Jesus yeah. I would love to debate Shabba ranks about this Tri I love the idea of like Marky Mark being interviewed uh, in his sweaty, wet body in his briefs with his hog sticking out. <laughs> Anyways, oh, just that. I just love that idea. <laughs> Apropos, of, <laughs> uh, so I think we can all agree that saying uh, that agreeing about the crucifixion is not a very funky thing to say. Absolutely. And uh, he was condemned by gay rights groups uh, for those comments, and they uh, Calvin Klein was also criticized for using Wahlberg in, in ads in 1992. Have you guys seen those old ads with a shirtless Calvin Klein underwear wearing Mark Wahlberg with Kate Moss, and they're in black and white? Yeah, that's what I'm they're, thinking of. You should look them up. They're so weird. It's like <laughs> yes, he's sort of talking to camera and being sort of sexy, and she's kind of like, you know, rubbing up on him, and... Yeah, well, you've got well, some it's a, it's a beautiful um, 
a meeting of Boston culture and UK culture. Yeah. Together. You know what I mean? Sure. And there's one one of the ads in while well, Mark is talking to the camera in his urban accent, we'll call it. Uh, he does say, and this was an ad that was broadcast. He says, the best protection against AIDS is to keep the Calvins on. It's crazy. You watch it and you're like, is this what? So we're supposed to fuck? <laughs> With our boners sticking out of you our... You got a juice inside your Calvins. Rub until uh, you can't rub no more. <laughs> do, do everything in your Calvins. <laughs> All the bathroom and sexual stuff. <laughs> and he wasn't a dumb teen on cocaine at this point. No, he was a, a nice full man. <laughs> a rich idiot. But yeah, it's an odd thing to say, and uh, that was also the year Rolling Stone in 1992 voted him uh, Worst Singer of the Year. Uh, so, music career is, is, you know, nosediving. Modeling career is on the rise. Uh, at this point, he wanted to resuscitate his music career. He relocated to Hamburg, uh, and it's always good when a racist man relocates to Germany. <laughs> And uh, some of the songs he did in Germany, he collaborated with the reggae singer Prince Ital Joe, and they were hits in Germany, these songs. Uh, he put together an act called One Love, and then uh, they released some so- songs that no one really liked. Wow, I didn't know. He went to Germany. One Love. Feel it. Yeah. It's good. See what I mean? One Love. Yeah, that's right. You got the ticket. Germany's going crazy for the new arrival. <laughs> Beep beep. <laughs> beep beep. <laughs> um, I'm getting a weird vibe from off stage right now. Uh, do you guys mind if we just oh, interrupt shit. our Wahlberg uh, celebration for a moment? It looks like uh, I think we're about to be visited by our second evil man okay. of the evening. Well, let's take a pause on the Wahlberg yeah. stuff and yeah. Oh, James, pleasure. do you know who it is by any chance? Oh, you're making you're having me do it. Well, um. <laughs> Yeah, like, this is pretty crazy. It's definitely, um, yeah, controversial. Uh, but we're, we do actually have a, another evil man visiting us here in the flesh. It's nuts. I mean, it's definitely a big get. Like, it's a huge get. Like, you know, so uh, uh, from a uh, publicity point of view, it's huge. It's James, crazy. I'm sensing you're a bit nervous about well, that. Well, I guess, all right, ladies and gentlemen, let's... I guess hear it for uh, Hitler. Okay. Oh, you're getting booed, Hitler. Okay, well, you know, don't, don't, we can all have fun tonight. It's okay. No, I'm just I'm here to I'm just here to relax and uh, be a part of you guys. I'm very I you know I'm a big I have a podcast myself, so I'm very I'm very into your craft, and I think I just. Really cool group tonight. Okay. Um, so yeah, you know it's conflicting for us having yeah. you on. You're pretty much the worst, worst person. Worst person. Well, you know, we all do things in our past, but I'm kind of focusing on new things now. Uh, you know, I like I uh-huh. said, I'm uh, you know I'm living in Argentina these days. It's a really beautiful okay. country, and I've got a I've yeah. got a podcast myself there called Barefoot Bavarian, where uh, me and my friend Carlos just kind of explore kind of organic farm to table type foods and uh, kind of the food culture there, and uh, it's really fun stuff. So wait, you're you okay? You have. Uh... 
of a food podcast. Yes. Oh, yes, yes, yeah. That's Adolf sort Hitler. of my new thing, yeah. This is your re-entry into polite society, I guess. Yeah. Uh, I just, I, it's surprising to me. I don't think of you and then think of, like, Oh, no, I'm a big foodie, man. I'm a big foodie. I love the stuff. And, you know, it gets, it gets fun on the... Because you guys do your little thing. You're arguing and having fun. And, you know, for me and Carlos, he's from there. He's a big steak guy. Loves his asado, you know, big, it's big meat culture in Argentina. Oh, yeah. But, of course, you know, I'm a vegetarian because I don't uh, care for cruelty to, uh, to animals so... anyway. Uh, and so... Um, oh, admirable. So sort of, admirable. Thank you very much. You yeah, no, I'm proud, uh, proud uh, no meat. So I sort of, you know, I'm always looking for the new plant based craze and he's kind of getting on me about this and we're going back and forth but oh. it's all in good fun it's all really we have Hitler. good time yeah you know what I just remembered <laughs> what's that Chris <laughs> didn't you blow your fucking brains out well okay yeah um, you know I don't like to really talk about that uh, so much because uh, ouch <laughs> but uh, no um, you know that was kind of more of a whoa did he didn't he he didn't I mean in Argentina having food with Carlos so right. we're Sam and Diane really will they won't they did he didn't yeah, yes exactly but no I'm alive and well and kicking it and uh, kind well, of just having fun uh, that's down cool South that America that way. Blog, but maybe we should talk what's, what else should we ask well Hitler? what were you up to in the 30s 40s okay well Twenties, even. Yeah, I think you guys are uh, you're sort of trying to go backwards, and I'm sort of trying to go forwards. You know. Uh, yes, I think that's exactly so, what's happening. Yeah, yeah, I just it just seems like I just wonder if maybe my team didn't send over some, the talking points didn't that you, I sort of. Didn't you to. like the war? You know. Yeah. No. Again, I'm just sort of. You know, I'm, I'm here to sort of talk about the vegan empanada craze in Buenos Aires right now. And, and you guys, so you didn't get like a list of interview questions from my team I, that I I don't think I did. I didn't, I, no, but no. I don't check. You know what? It's all good. It's all good. I'm just going to just for a very quick second make a quick phone call. Don't worry about it. Okay, I'm just going sure. to call my agent for like two seconds. Is that okay with you guys? Yeah, Is that yeah, okay? Yeah. Just like one, just everyone hang out. Just one yeah. second, okay? Sure. Just one second, no problem, okay? Hitler. If it's vegan yeah. empanada, then what's yeah, the problem? Yeah, Chloe, hi. Yeah, can you put me through to Natalie, please? Oh, no, it's, uh, you can just tell her it's uh, Hitler. Yeah, okay. Says it no, in I fun won't. way. Yeah. Yeah. Natalie, babe, hello, hi. Yes, it's me. Yeah, how are you? Yeah, you good? Yes, uh, yeah, you just had a birthday, yeah? Yeah, well, happy birthday. Did you, you do something like a party or anything? No, 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 it's, no, it's, it's totally fine. I, I know sometimes you've got to keep it small and yes. Anyway, that's not why I'm calling. I just, uh, uh, I'm doing that, um, I'm doing that a gig you booked for me for uh, three guys who, you know, these uh, funny guys and, uh, you know, two, two, two the same and one, one more sloppy one. And, uh, I was just, I just think I, uh, maybe they didn't get the, uh, I just wonder if you guys kind of send over the lists of the new uh, points for the, for the rebrand because they're sort of, they're kind of asking me about the old stuff and I just sort of thought maybe you want to put your bulldog hat on, you know, and yeah. No, yeah, no, I, no, I know. I know it is called Evil Men. It's a podcast, but um, no, I just sort of thought that maybe that was like a f- ironic joke about them or something. I didn't know. No, I know it was hard. To, I know, I know you had to pull some strings for this. I do know that. Yeah, I know I'm not a bookable talent right now. Yeah, no, it's okay. No, okay. Um, yeah. So I just. I just thought maybe, you know, they, they, they kind of, it feels like a bit of a hit job. <laughs> no, 
no, I'm sorry. I didn't mean to. to yeah, no, I get it. Yeah, I'll, I'll do. I do. I'll do it. Yeah. When and the, the rebrand, you know, it takes time. It's, it needs to be organic. Like the food on my podcast. Okay, you're not there. You're hung up. Okay, uh, shit, hung up. So anyway. Can we talk about World War Two? <laughs> Look, guys. Uh, you know what? It's uh, hard. It's hard sometimes, you know, you want to be yeah. a cool guy and people don't see you that way. And, you know, it's, uh, and you guys, I mean, I don't know what to tell you, really. Hitler, uh, I, I gotta... Hitler, it's okay. <laughs> wow, thank you, Mike. That's I, really, you heard it here first. Mike, so that's cool. okay, I know, let, I know can we clip mean? that? Yeah. <laughs> I've been there before. Yeah, we you got wanna... Mike. Yeah, yeah you're fucked. <laughs> Everyone deserves a second chance, I think. Mike! This the is hell? Like, this is really right cool. Now. I hope, uh, this is know, too raunchy Carlos for me. Carlos and I would love to have you on the podcast. I guess I can do it, guys. We'll have to talk about it. I, I have two co-hosts to discuss this with. But In the maybe. vegan empanadas, what's the protein then? Oh, Chris, I'm so glad you asked. It's, um, <laughs> it's yams. Yeah, oh, okay. it's yams, but you wouldn't know it. It's such traditional flavors, but yeah. it's uh, it's all yams. Nice. Yeah, well. I could eat that. Okay. <laughs> well, thank you. So, for... where can people find your pod? Okay, so it's been blocked on some of the more mainstream. Uh, kind of can't get it on air. But if you go to our website, it's um it's called uh, uh it's called Carlos Ruiz and Adolf Hitler dot com. <laughs> uh, no, you can't miss it. So check it out. Download some episodes. Great listening for the car. It's really fun, and uh, I really appreciate you guys having me on the show. And uh, you know, good luck. Oh, my friend Mark is here. That's really fun. Okay, thank you so much. Bye. Let's hear it for Adolf Hitler. Good for you guys. Yeah. Good for you guys. They're right. The audience is right. They're Dude. right. They're the moral arbiters. They must feel yeah. so. It's so cathartic to boo Hitler. Yeah. Once and for all. Yes. After all that time. Seemed, seemed very chipper. Yeah, he's... Yeah, not what I expected. He's... I, I also... Kind of cool style. Yeah. Kind of casual. Yeah, Toronto... Raptors shirt, too, I noticed. Toronto Raptors yeah. shirt. 2019 oh. champions. Yeah. yeah. Toronto, we the too North Kawhi Hitler. Left. Yeah. yeah, we'll be back. I thought yeah. They did well. Yeah. Anyway, who wants to stop talking about Hitler and get back to a much nicer man, Mark Wahlberg? Let's do it. Let's finish up Marky. James, would you hand me that beer, please? Sure. What other... Not the empty one. Thank you. So, his uh, music career has failed. He's good friends with Shabba Ranks. (laughs) Who coming out tonight thought they'd hear an anecdote about Shabba Ranks? I bet you didn't. One person was positive. <laughs> I knew it. I fucking knew it. <laughs> I so, really liked Shabba Ranks. I didn't know he had. The, he said that. Yeah, he had a trailer load of girls, but also a trailer load of questionable beliefs. <laughs> trailer load. <laughs> so, his acting career, the genesis. Here we go. In 1993, Mark Wahlberg gave up music, said goodbye, and he got into acting, uh, got some leading roles in the Danny DeVito film Renaissance Man. <laughs> Then the basketball diaries and fear. But in 1997 came his breakout role. Of, co- of course, I'm talking about Boogie Nights, right? Which yep. is the role oh, yeah. that propelled him into the stratosphere as uh, Dirk Tigler, right? Right, a racist guy with a huge dick. <laughs> Who loved Jesus Christ. Um, yeah, everyone's basically probably seen uh, Boogie Nights. Of course, the scene at the end, and you finally see his big dong. And he sh- turns around on the DVD extra and shows his anus. <laughs> 
Yeah. And it's just as long. <laughs> <laughs> you got this. You got this. This is my idea. Yeah, yeah twist on it. <laughs> Can she suck both of these things? <laughs> what? You wanted it raunchy. <laughs> <laughs> So, uh, despite this movie, Boogie Nights, making his career, Wahlberg says now that he regrets doing the film and he finds its subject matter what? at odds with his Catholic beliefs. That's, That's so stupid. He wouldn't be so famous. His best film. I mean, what, no one would have been like, my best film is actually Renaissance Man. That's what people yeah. should know me for. Fear. Um, <laughs> pain yeah. and gain. He's always got that exasperated, pain and gain. I was in pain and gain. Do you know what I'm talking about? I'm yeah. trying to find it. Transformers. Yeah. <laughs> Those are Transformers. I woke up at 3 a.m. and eat a chicken. <laughs> Wahlberg says uh, about the movie, I just always hope that God is a movie fan and also forgiving because I've made some poor choices in my past. He told that to Entertainment Weekly. God is a movie fan. Like yeah. he's up and there they're like, like, ooh, what's coming out now? That's so funny. <laughs> he's got his big bucket of popcorn. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. I made some big mistakes in my past. Oh, we heard about it. Yeah. Boogie Nights. <laughs> <laughs> so Mark Wahlberg, uh, he still owns the prosthetic penis that uh, he used in Boogie Nights. The and he looks at it and goes, Woo! I hate you. <laughs> and so does God. Yeah. God hates you, you long, fake penis. <laughs> You're going to hell. <laughs> <laughs> he walks by it like 30 times a day and just goes flips, flips it off <laughs> the devil's like look at my favorite item <laughs> the penis from Boogie Nights <laughs> it is weird where he's like suck it Bob Hope <laughs> it's weird that Bob he's there for sure. he's probably like I regret doing this movie I hate it but I certainly keep the penis at home. Yeah. Anyway, it's a plaster model uh, with a little pubic merkin specifically made to match his hair color. And oh, they match his I regret hair. making Boogie Nights, but uh, my, the long penis prop is funny. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> Um, the uh, Boogie Nights team also created a special bulge for his pants, which was a woman's stocking, uh, a knee stocking filled with bird seed. <laughs> oh, tip, tip for the fellas here tonight. Hopefully no, you know, hungry blue jays were flying around. Oh, fuck! Hey, this happened a fucking get. Imagine a bird. a bird flew away with the prosthetic penis stuck to it between its legs. <laughs> <laughs> on the set of Boogie Nights, which is always like, yeah, a flock of geese like going for his crotch. Uh, hey, give me back my penis. Yeah. And he, he, he kept the penis, as I said, and he told Ellen on The Ellen Show when she asked about it, he said, yes, yes, it's uh, in a safe locked away. It's not something I could leave out. All of a sudden, my kids are looking for a spare phone charger and they pull that thing out and go, what the heck is this? It wouldn't be a good look. <laughs> He has it in his safe? Yeah, he has a safe. What is it? Otherwise, it would be by the phone chargers. <laughs> you know what? Let's get a safe. I have the blueprint of Mark Wahlberg's house, and I know yeah. a safe cracker. We gotta stop putting everything in the phone charger box. 
So more big roles followed. He was in uh, Three Kings, The Perfect Store, Planet of the Apes, uh, uh, I Heart Huckabees, and The Departed, for which he got an Oscar nomination. Mr. Scorsese, thank you. Um, this is interesting, or not surprising, though. He was considered to star in Brokeback Mountain with Joaquin Phoenix. Did you guys know that? No. But uh, both actors were uncomfortable with the sex scenes. Mm. Joaquin, too? Yeah. Mr. The Joker? Yeah. <laughs> Sadly. And he hates milk as well. Another oh, yeah. strike against. Thank you so much for this Oscar. Yeah, but that. if you guys drink milk, yeah. I'll never oh. talk to you again. All the things going on in the world and that were about to happen, and he, t- he takes that moment to, to argue against milk. What are you guys talking about? You don't know that? Mike, you, you do know that when Joaquin Phoenix won the Oscar... For the Joker. He was like, but I really want to talk about how evil milk is. Oh, I, for- I didn't know that. He almost called this podcast Evil Milk. Evil Milk. <laughs> Now, one of the reasons uh, Wahlberg turned down Brokeback Mountain because of his Catholic Why would you be uncomfortable? All you gotta do is go like, uh, 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 uh. Have you ever done a sex scene? That's what Ang Lee said to him. He's like, Mark, all you gotta do is go, uh, 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 uh. Have you ever had a sex scene? That's what I made uh, Eric Bana do in The Hulk. I don't know, but, yeah, all right. That was a terrible... Edit there. No, keep it. Um, yeah, so he, he Wahlberg is he's so Catholic, he relies on a Catholic priest uh, he's known from Boston since his young days to uh, advise him on his film roles, a man named the Reverend James Flavin, uh, who I heard about first time from my friend Jesse Hawken. And he's here with us tonight. Let's have a big round of applause for Jesse from the, the, the fantastic Junk Filter podcast. Uh, Mark is a practicing Catholic and he never makes a final decision on a starring role until Father Flavin gives his okay. <laughs> An insider revealed to the Inquirer. Which means that Father Flavin was like, this Transformers script, Jesus would love it. <laughs> Transformers are basically angels. <laughs> Father Flavin, it sounds like Cliff Clavin. <laughs> I'm Father Flavin. Well, yeah, you know, Mac. Pretty cool, though, for a Hollywood actor to show all of his scripts to a Catholic priest. <laughs> but what do you think, Father? <laughs> Should I make pain and gain? <laughs> my child, I give you my blessing for Ted too. <laughs> Wahlberg said about the experience of Brokeback Mountain, he said... Uh, Quote, I met with Ang Lee on that movie. I read 15 pages of the script and got a little creeped out. <laughs> it was very graphic, descriptive. The spitting on the hand, getting ready to do the thing. <laughs> like you tried to kill people. Yeah. He, he, he went on to say, quote, I told Ang Lee, I like you. You're a talented guy. If you want to talk about it more, thankfully he didn't. I didn't rush to see Brokeback. It's just not my deal. So if he was cast in Brokeback, like he's sort of up for it, what does his character do? Like, mm, like the whole movie's about how a guy doesn't want to have gay sex? Yeah. Yeah. What if this was a movie about two guys who like, like fuck a lot of hot chicks? Yeah. In the mountain. But they're, they're married to them, though. <laughs> So 
So, yeah, Catholicism getting in the way of uh, opportunities. Because I think, didn't someone in Brokeback Mountain win an Oscar then? Um, anyway. Um, <laughs> even though he's devi- devoutly Catholic, he does, he uh, openly supports same-sex marriage, uh, despite the church's opposition. So maybe Fla- Father Flavin's a bit of a rebel. Maybe. Mm. He loves the gay community. Um, the highlight of his Catholic life was in 2015 when Mark Wahlberg, uh, he met... Pope Francis and introduced him during the pontiff's trip to America. Uh, this happened in Philadelphia. And during the uh, event, Mark Wahlberg uh, made a little joke. He's like, the pontiff, uh, I apologize to him for doing the crude jokes in Ted. And the Pope, who didn't really understand the reference or probably English, was just like, huh? What's okay. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> and the and Ted, the jokes in Ted are like, "Hey, you wanna drink a beer?" <laughs> you know what? Seth MacFarlane is making a Ted a Ted TV show is coming to the small screen soon. Really? Cute. Yeah. I've never seen Ted. It's a teddy bear who just comes to life. It's a rude teddy bear from Mark Wahlberg's childhood that, uh, yeah, he, go, he turns to for comfort. Yeah. And rude jokes. And he talks like Seth MacFarlane. Yeah. And how, and how, does, that, how does that go? You do it. I've, I've also never James, seen Ted. James, you can do it. Hey, Lois. <laughs> hey, Mark Wahlberg. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah. Thank you, everybody. All right, we're, we're closing in on the end here. Uh, superstardom. So now Mark Wahlberg, he's in his imperial phase. He's starring in huge movies. He's producing uh, Entourage. He's producing Boardwalk Empire and Ballers. Um, at this point, he said he would probably retire at the age of 40 from acting to concentrate on parenthood and professional golf. Hasn't happened. Professional golf? Yeah. <laughs> he did Transformers, Daddy's Home, Deepwater Horizon, Patriot's Day. There's a pattern in his movie making where he'll do like... Yes, they're one... all DVDs you can find in a gas station. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> also, he'll do one silly, rude comedy for every, like, six pieces of military propaganda. <laughs> Basically. Or cop, like, a, a love letter to the police. Uh, in 2017, he was the world's highest paid actor, earning $68 million. Damn. Right? Pretty good for a, a, little, uh, a little racist kid from Boston. Uh, <laughs> His current net worth is $400 million. He's one of the richest uh, goddamn actors in Hollywood. Damn. Um, He's got Wahlburgers. Now, there's a Wahlburgers in Toronto for his business uh, interests. Has anyone here ever been to the Wahlburgers, sampled their sandwiches? How was it? (laughs) Sorry, a little bit louder? They said it's okay. Is this, is this like the guy who's like the Boo Earns guy in the Simpsons? There's a person in our, Yeah, there's a person in our audience who is scared of Mark Wahlberg. <laughs> there's a part of me that's thinking that Mike James and I should start worrying. When this comes yeah. out, he's very fit. He can. He's very fit. Him. He's very rich. Yeah. He looks like he could be good at kicking. Yeah. yeah. I'll kick you. <laughs> the voice keeps changing. Have you guys been it. to Wahlburgers? No, no never. Yeah. All right. Well, maybe it's something we should do. You're very clever, though. Like, you know, what if you want? You know how a name ends with Berg? Yeah. I got a fucking idea. 
He's, yeah, classic dumb guy. Yeah. If it had been Mark Hot Dog, you know, he would have been Hot Dogs. Mark Dogs. Yeah. Wall Dogs. I, like, just thinking of Wahlburgers, I can feel acid reflux in my throat. Okay? I... <laughs> I believe you. I believe you. Sorry, I was taking a sip. Uh, here's an odd thing. In 2018, so Mark Wahlberg also uh, he does he has a bunch of business ventures. Mm. He owns, um, I think, five car dealerships in Ohio. The first one he bought was is called Mark Wahlberg Chevrolet of Columbus, Ohio. Why does he have any connection to the people of Ohio? No. But when asked about this, he said, "Quote: I'm continuously looking for ways to innovate my brand and engage in businesses I am passionate about." <laughs> Yeah. Get your motor running! <laughs> I'm passionate about Ohio and Chevrolet. Yeah. Not passionate about Boogie Nights. <laughs> now, this is something that most of you will probably have heard about, his 9-11 controversy. Right? This, this is, is crazy. So, Mr. Mark, Mr. Wahlberg, he was actually, he narrowly avoided being uh, killed in the 9-11 attacks. He was booked to fly on American Airlines Flight 11 on September 11th, 2001. Let's hear it for 9-11. But his... What? what? His plans changed the day before. He probably had to like look, go like inspect a dealership or something. And uh, he canceled his flight. And uh, after, the, after it happened, in 2012, in an interview, he said, if I was on that plane with my kids, it wouldn't have went down like it did. There would have been a lot of blood in that first-class cabin, and then me saying, okay, we're going to land somewhere safely. Don't worry. And uh, the like, victim's families uh, I, didn't like this. It's so impressive. <laughs> any person on the planet can say that about any tragedy that's ever yeah. happened. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. Uh, that's that's a San Francisco earthquake in 89. If I had been there, that earth wouldn't have quaked like that. Let me tell you. If I had been there... I would have held the earth together. If I knew Hitler was being born out of his mama's vagina and I was there, I was the doctor. You'd kill baby Hitler. I'd squeeze it shut. I would have squeezed it shut. It's so insulting the people whose family died. Like, it's basically saying the people who died were cowards like basically kind of saying that like if i had been there or a tough like, guy yeah but here's the thing in 2001 just after 9-11 when they were having all the funerals at most of the funerals people that were speaking did say like mark Wahlberg should have been on the plane <laughs> yeah you're right <laughs> So he's just saying what we're all thinking. I remember well, when, when, when uh, that famous uh, video footage of the like Secret Service agent whispering in George Bush's ear. Mm. He was saying like, "Mr. President, Mark Wahlberg was not on the flight. Yeah. Everything, everything is fucked." Yeah. Well, remember there was that footage too of uh, Bin Laden. Yes. And yes. he was sort of getting like he was sort of re recorded saying he's old, he's positive the plan will work. As long as Mark Wahlberg's not on the plane. <laughs> Part of me thinks that him saying that was because he was like, oh, damn it, this was like a, it's like a loophole that would have allowed him to do more racist violence on yeah. the flight. You know yeah, what I, mean? I know what you mean. Against the terrorists, right? <clears throat> yeah. You know what I mean? 
All right, we're almost done here. Uh, I guess one of the uh, another recent thing is uh, in 2018, uh, people went crazy when Mark Wahlberg posted his insane daily workout schedule. Have you guys seen this? Oh yeah. On Instagram, so uh, he's a fit freak and a god freak and a snack freak it seems. So his his schedule was 2:30 a.m. Wake up. As you do. Uh, <laughs> 2.45 a.m. prayer time. Yep. So starting the day right. 3.15 a.m. breakfast. The perfect time. 3.15 a.m. 3.15 eggs. Like, yeah. you gotta do it. 3.40 to 5.15 a.m. workout. 5.30 a.m. post-workout meal. So he's having a second meal at 5.30 a.m. 6 a.m. shower, because he worked out. He'd be stinky. From, s- <laughs> from 7.30 to 8 a.m., it says golf. I could do golf for half an hour. It takes 10 minutes to drive there, 10 minutes to drive back. Not playing 18. <laughs> he just gets dressed for golf, and then he has to take it back off again. Oh, shit, I, I always forget to leave more time. I'm focusing on professional golf now. Half hour every morning. <laughs> After golf, is it time for an 8 a.m. snack? 9.30 a.m. cryo chamber recovery. (laughs) We can all relate. Yes. After that, time for a 10.30 a.m. snack. Uh, 11 a.m. family time slash meetings slash work calls. So he's not even really working until 11. Yes. Yeah, he's lazy. But he's having a meeting with his family while he takes work calls? (laughs) (laughs) 1 p.m., lunch. 2 p.m., meetings, work calls. You'll notice no family time. (laughs) You had your chance. (laughs) 3 p.m., pick up kids from school. 3.30, after that, time for a snack. (laughs) This guy's got the munchies. I'm so fucking hungry. Get the fuck in the car. (laughs) I gotta get my 3.30 snack. No, you can't go to Timmy's. No, fine, go to Timmy's. I'm hungry. 4 p.m., workout number two. 5 p.m., shower number two, like I was doing today. Yes. So you can kind of relate. Yeah. 5.30 p.m., dinner, family time. So the family are back in the picture. 7.30 p.m., after a long, hard, productive day, bedtime. That's insane. Why don't you just... Go to bed three hours later and wake up three hours later. Wake up at six and go to bed at ten. Uh, psycho. Then you can't have your three fifteen a.m. omelet. <laughs> yeah. I like to go to sleep just before reruns of King of Queens is on. <laughs> Um, and to end off, uh, I guess right now he's, he's taking uh, the box office by storm with his new movie, Father Stew, mm-hmm. uh, which he, he plays a boxer-turned-Catholic priest. It, was, uh, it co-stars uh, the other cancelled Catholic of Hollywood, Mel Gibson, and was written and directed by Mel Gibson's significantly younger girlfriend, Rosalind Ross. Mm. Any, uh, anyone seen Father Stew? Father Stew. Father Stew. Father Stew. <laughs> I guess Father Ribbo Flavum gave him that <laughs> A-OK on that one. <laughs> what? Uh, 
Yeah, this I'd is gonna... be honored. <laughs> so Father Stew, this I thought was funny. It had a budget of between 30 and 40 million dollars and so far has made 15 million dollars in America and worldwide, this is what it said online, worldwide it's made 743 dollars. Worldwide? <laughs> Two websites said that, yes. Uh, so God doesn't seem to be helping. To our friends from Boston. Chicago. America's doing... Or Chicago, sorry. America's... America's fine, eh? You're doing all right. We're doing all right. Are you guys Catholic? Uh, Catholic? Yeah, no. Oh. I thought you said Catalina. What's Catalina? Yes, Catholic, no. Catalina is when you raise a cow in Chicago? Mrs. Murphy's cow. Anyway... Well, um, very good, That's Mike. the story very of Mark Wahlberg, everybody. Wow. Great job. Thank you. Thank you. I love him. He's great. Now, this is, uh, this is really exciting because, you know, at the end of the episodes, we bring out the evilometer, you know? But, you know, we've never really described what the evilometer looked like. And I think it's kind of exciting yeah. as a treat for the crowd who came here tonight they're actually going to see what yes. the evilometer looks like. Because, you know, people listening, they're not going to know. They have no fucking idea. Yeah. 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 So this is pretty cool. You guys ready for the evilometer to come out? Come on right. out. I'm going to get the evilometer. Don't be shy. Come on. Come on. Come on. It's all right. <laughs> That's the evilometer. Yeah. Okay. It's all right. He's not, he's not used to crowds. We usually, we usually tape this in my living room. He's not used to people. He's, he's used to us three. It's okay. It's okay. It's okay. It's okay. Everything's okay. Okay, now, you just stay there, Evilometer. Um, Mike, do you want to... Give your score. I'll input. I'll it go in. first. Yeah. You go first. Yeah, I don't sure. scare him. He yeah. seems very nervous. I'm gonna yeah. give. Uh, it's a big day for him. I, I'm gonna give Mark Wahlberg a seven. Okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right. Yeah, that's good. Yeah. I don't like that. I don't like yeah. his life. Yeah. 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 He's. Uh, I'm gonna go. Uh, I agree with you, Chris. I think I'm gonna up it a little bit. I'm gonna give Mark Wahlberg because he did some pretty horrendous things in his youth, at least. I'm going to a 7.1. Okay, a 7.1. Well, you know, call me the Mr. Lenient, but uh, if you're comparing Mark to, say, Hitler or whomever else, you just, you just can't put him that close, even if he is a bad guy. So I'm going to give him a 4.2. I know. So just a 4 here, and then the uh, 0.2. There we go. Yeah, it's okay. There he goes. I, I'm, I'm a bit worried about it. Well, he's... I guess, yeah, he's, he's just not used to people. He, he's never. He's usually just in my place, so it's, it's fine. Oh, you know, we're, but just before we go, I think we, we're, we're going to get one more evil man visitor, but just before we go... Oh, yes, I'm seeing something offstage. Oh, this is, this is outrageous. Ladies and gentlemen, please put your hands together, I guess, for direct from Saudi Arabia. It's... Mohammed bin Salman! 
Allegedly, you know a lot about off him. the head of Jamal Khashoggi, who said things against the Saudi Arabian government, and then okay. they put his body in lie and, and, and acid burned it alive. Okay, so but not alive. Yeah. But dead. So wait, oh, you're sorry. saying you're another guy? <laughs> yeah, I'm just a well-read person who loves your show. I don't understand what the problem is. Did you I, take your uh, your extended family and, and hold them hostage in a hotel? To, it was a uh, detention. Sort okay? of extort money from just, them. It was a de- it was a detention. It wasn't like okay. if you was say a, what do you say your name is? My name is Ennis. I'm Ennis. A, I'm, a, I'm a local actor and comedian. It's been a while since I've you're been You're saying comedy. you're not the prince. I'm not. I'm you're not. the a- guy from Blind Spot. <laughs> what? I don't know why that's such a hard shot. Do we even really look alike, by the way? Are you by the way, that? how is Blind Spot not the movie Memento? <laughs> I mean, since since I. <laughs> I haven't seen it. It's a well. We'll get to that at some point. I'll, I'll I'll send you a screener of it if you want. But look, I just wanted to say first of all, it's a little racist to just assume you see a Middle Eastern guy, a good-looking Middle Eastern guy in the audience, and assume that we're the same. You're just saying all good-looking I mean, Middle Eastern guys are I, the same. I mean, because honestly, if you look at it, we don't even really look alike at all. Like I'm not. I mean, I'm not seeing it. Uh, I am not. I'm not seeing it. Oh, oh it, it, went, it, disappeared it, went, it disappeared there. Uh, Diabolical. Yeah, diabolical. you look old. I mean, you, I you're you just not wearing like the, Sorry, the Gutra thing. Hey, oh. oh, you know what that's called, huh? No, I, I don't, that's called I don't a Gutra. Look like this. That's not. I'm not. I don't even. I didn't even know what that was because I'm not him. Right. You, really, you really do look like Very him. similar looking. Look, I'm yeah. just saying calling him evil is a little unfair. He's misunderstood, maybe complicated. Yes, He hacked Jeff Bezos' phone. How evil could he be? Right? That guy's evil. And not that rich compared to some people, by the way. Hold on, How did he hack Jeff Bezos' phone? What's that? How did he hack Jeff Bezos' phone? He has ways. Listen, you're asking a lot of questions, and honestly, uh, it feels like at some point the Tiger Smart might be coming for you. Yeah. <laughs> I, I'm confused. Are you Jeff Bezos or are you MBS? <laughs> What's going on? Yeah, if you're Ennis Ezra, the actor from The Listener, <laughs> then how would you have connections to the Tiger Squad? <laughs> All right, it's me. It's Mohammed bin Salman. It's me. Hey! a huge fan of the show and it's an honor uh, to be on the show as well I was kidding around you stinker <laughs> I, 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 I love, a good, I love a good prank you I love did. a good prank 
I don't want to be around you on April Fools. Oh, you definitely wouldn't. No, it'll be a long detention for you, my friend. Oh man, yes, thank you. I'm just a big fan of the show. Thank no, you. Thank for you. Having. That's actually very nice. Absolutely. If, even if you've done those terrible things, it's nice that you have a, a fun sense of humor. So you, I, th I think you're a good guy. I like to unwind, especially during COVID. You've got to do what you can to have fun. Well, we're we're glad to to do that. We try to have a fun thing. And if you want, I, I actually took care of your lawsuit with Johnny Depp. So that's all. Thank care. you. Wow. And uh, we're actually going to the Scotiabank Arena to watch um, uh, on the Jumbotron. We're watching the new Father Stu film. You'll love it. Oh, I paid $743 oh. for a DVD of it. Oh, wow. play at the theater. Excellent. Yes. Excellent. The prankster in chief, His Excellency Mohammed Thank you very much. Thank you very much, Mr. Vinson. Thank you for having me. Thank Please you. be sure to edit out any references to female sexuality from the show. <laughs> will do. Will do. Okay. Well, that about does it, yeah. guys. Anything else? Thank you so much for coming to this first ever live episode. Thank you, guys. Yeah, thank you very much. We really so appreciate you came and listened and everything, and we love you. It means so much to us, and uh, we really appreciate it. And uh, I guess that wraps up another episode of... This podcast has been brought to you by the Sonar Network.